0: Hello, everyone. Victoria Madore here with Soul Healing Tribe and the Awakening the Healer Within Training Program.com. And today we have an amazing roundtable discussion for you all about contracts, soul contract. So we'll see where this takes us. I'm already laughing. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, a good start. Hi. Go ahead,
2: Natalie.
1: Hi everybody, this is Natalie Delane from Vibe Tribe Life Coaching. And I love that we're starting with laughs. It's a good, it's a good one. <laughs> this is a Malvis from the Four Elements Healing.
2: Yeah, it's so <laughs> a good start.
3: Hi, everyone. It's MJ with MJ Guiding Others. And I I'm so excited about today. I'm ready to get into it. Soul contracts. Yay! <laughs>
0: I don't even know why I'm laughing. Like, <laughs> it's our energy. We're all laughing. yeah, I sound like a crazy woman. So soul contract. Go. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Nope. No, I was gonna say it's also Labor Day, which is kind of a holiday. So maybe our inner child just wants to go play after this.
3: Sure. So sure.
1: <laughs> so let's let's let's
0: okay, let me ground my energy a little bit. <laughs> soul contracts. I'm gonna call them agreement too, just so that people get a, a different idea of what I'm gonna to try to get across. And I think I'm going to potentially surprise you a little bit about my definition of a sole contract and where we can go with this in, in, in terms of really finding out some things that we might feel like, oh sure, I never considered that. So um, in my perspective, the soul contracts are not only the agreements that we make before we come. We always talk about, I mean, in the spiritual community, we always talk about, oh my goodness, the, the contracts that I made, or like, I wanna know what contract I made with my mother, my father, or my sister, or my brother, right? Or even professors that have triggered you for a specific class in college, right? It can be a part of a soul contract, you know? So, but I also wanna go over the agreements that we make in this life consciously or unconsciously right like when you're making agreements that you unconsciously thinking when you really think back you're like oh that was definitely an agreement that i made without me realizing that i was making an agreement so i i want to go over that as well but first i want to give you the opportunity to share with the audience what is your definition of a sole
1: contract So for me, it's and I'm also going to preface by I'm not super knowledgeable about this in terms of what I do with my clients. But in my perspective, it's the packs and the promises that we've made in our soul without our bodies when we're in our just soul being to help our souls continue expansion. So the packs and promises, just so that we can like continue to expand our soul, which is for people like us, mostly us, we believe that we come and come into these human bodies to expand our souls even further. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I'm Elvis.
2: Uh, I, I agree with that, um, and I agree very much with what you said, Victoria. Uh, so soul contracts to me are like spiritual agreements that are made before birth, but there we also make agreements. On a daily basis in our in our relationships and during traumatic experiences in this life. Um, so it's equally that. Yeah.
3: MJ? It's totally new for me. And from just my experiences, is basically what I've learned is that, you know, we have our soul and it's lessons to be learned. And we're we make these agreements to actually balance everything out. So I am ready to learn more about it to see if I'm right. Or... <laughs> what is it I think there is
0: right or wrong answer when it comes to this. I think this is something that a lot of people throughout the ages have um discussed, right? Like we will never know the real answers. I, I think the truth will be our own truth and we'll we'll go from there. But I agree with you all it's um this contrast can be made for personal growth, for the soul's evolution, uh, spiritual evolution, and to also resolve karmic patterns that, you know, of the things that we did in the past that perhaps we are, the, think of a warrior in five, 400 years ago or a soldier in 50 years ago, right? And now you're coming as a healer to, make up for all the things that you feel that you have done in the past. So it could definitely be a karmic pattern uh, being resolved throughout some of these contrasts that we make. So when we think of the contrast, we also have to think about, you know, like the bodies that we choose for this experience, the families, the challenges that we're going to have, the jobs that we're going to have. one thing that I think is important for a lot of people to know is that there is free will. So you make these agreements, but then (laughs) there comes the play where, what choices do I make? And the choices can take you to a different side of the equation. And eventually you can come back to it, but your choice is your choice. And it can really take you through a different path that perhaps is not in alignment with the agreements that you made at a soul level for you to really go through your ascension process. I believe that every agreement is done in order for us to go through our ascension process. So, you know, sometimes we do take a little detour. I have so many. Yeah, I have so many questions. So
1: I think, Amelvis, you said this. So we we enter into these soul contracts before we're born into this current body that we're in. And I think that my question is around that, like, when does the soul contract start? Does it start at the end of your previous life where you kind of know where you want to go? Does it start at the beginning? Is there a transition period in between, you know, when you come back in different bodies? Like, do you, and I don't know if you even have these answers, but like, when does the soul contract come? And in my mind, because I'm literal sometimes, like I literally picture like signing a piece of paper. Okay, like, like, me, <laughs> well, right? Like, so is this something that, and, and then to your point, there's free will and choice. What happens? So when does it start? And then what happens when we deviate with our decisions? Because we do have free will. What happens to that soul contract if we deviate away from what we signed up for? You want to answer
0: that, Amanda, or you want I'm me to... Going to? Let you go ahead and answer it, Victoria.
1: So you might have to
0: repeat the question because I tend yeah. to. it was <laughs> twofold, and it was twofold. So that's my bad. <laughs> but I think to answer the last part of that question is what happens when we take a detour. Mm-hmm. Things start falling apart. Mm -hmm. you just don't know why and you might be feeling like something is not adding up I feel blocked Mm -hmm. I feel this and it must be something outside of this reality because I cannot understand why maybe I'm cursed because nothing is working Mm. everything seems fine but nothing inside of you feels in alignment right so even though you have money you have a house you have a car you have you know healthy family something within you is letting you know something is not right here. So you feel a little off or very off depending how far away you are from from that inner knowing of, am I walking in my light, in my moment, in my purpose, in my mission. So you will feel a lot of that separation within you because you're not fully in alignment with yourself. Um, Forget about God and everything else. It's about yourself. Like, are you in alignment with yourself? So when you're not working with your higher version of who you are and walking that path, it's going to feel like something is off. Mm -hmm. Um, And and part of that question that you ask is when do we make these contracts? You know, when we do sessions and we are in between lives, we see a lot of the times when the person is seeing when they're making these agreements, when they're making the programs and they're deciding what challenges they're going to have and they're deciding what are the things that are going to make me wake up? Like there are clients that are very stubborn and they will say, Oh my God, I cannot believe that I actually put all of these things here to happen in order for me to have that moment of that wake up call, because otherwise it wasn't going to happen. I I had to go through all of these traumas in order for me to get to this point where I will be, I'm tired of this. Why is this happening? And then they, something happens that makes them wake up. Right. So but I also want to go through identifying what are some of those agreements that we make. Um, and no, your you're, you're no, you're, you're decision to come, your decision to be part of your family, your decision to be X, Y, and C is the agreement. There is nothing that you're really signing. It is a voluntary agreement that you're making with yourself. And there are other, normally we tend to see other energies there, master spirits. Um, We call the master spirit guys, but there are other energies there that are helping you. And sometimes they tell you that's going to be very challenging. Are you sure you want to do this? Oh, no, I can do it. (laughs) So then you realize I cannot blame nobody else. It was my decision to begin with, right? So go ahead, go ahead, NJ, before you forget.
3: Yes, thank you. So I'm one of those stubborn individuals. Um, I was prepping for our podcast, right? And I and you just helped me to remember to ask this question. So we're feeling all this pressure that something's not going right, right? Is I the research included that we have the ability to actually, if things are too challenging, we have the ability to ask the universe to change it up. What are your thoughts about that to change up our soul contract when we're actually in the the moment we're living? Do we, can we do that? Is it possible? Yeah. And I think it can be very
0: liberating because it is your choice, right? And there is a process that we go through. It's a very interesting exercise that we do. And when we're doing that exercise, we're going through between lives, coming into this reality, seeing all the lessons, seeing the purpose, the mission, what are the tasks that you put on yourself? What are the things that you wanted to work on? And then there is a moment where you can say, you know what, but that's not working anymore. I didn't think, or I didn't know, or I have evolved from this. So one example of that is a client that she was going into 21 divisions and she in her exercise, she said, this is not what I want anymore. I am, I I don't want to be tied to anything. I want to be free. And she makes a decision, but it is her giving her permission, right? That it is okay to make the changes. I don't have to be tied to anything. I don't have to be bound to anything. I can be free. So when you make that decision, you don't have to call no one and say, Hey, we're canceling this. It is you, right? You with yourself making these choices. And when you give that opportunity to yourself to be free, then it happens automatically and you can feel the shift. You are free from all the weight of the contrast that you thought that you had to make or that you made in order for you to go through your evolution process. And then you decide, oh, wow, that was part of my contract to overcome that and feel free, right? Anybody has anything else that you
1: want to add to that Yeah, to this point so I am completely floored right now in a great way I did not so in my understanding I thought we could not change our tracks so everything you just said has literally like made me exhale for my soul because there are some traumas that I wish I didn't go through too late now but like you know like if I'm still going through the same thing like can I have the ability to say you know what I've had enough of this. I'm I'm ready to really, like, you just made me feel so empowered in a way that I've never felt before. And I had no, and I love your question, MJ. Like, I didn't know we could, like, that we could change them. So I am, I don't know. I'm, and to this point, like, do you recommend that people do this in a ceremony or with someone like you, Victoria? Is it something that we can do on our own? Like, is it safe to do it on your own? Like, what no. do you recommend? Yeah people that are you know in similar positions I guess to MJ too like if you're tired and want to change something can you do it alone or yeah of course I think that that is
0: there are some things that you will want someone else to assist you with but it's not because you have to it's because you want someone to witness this freedom right this expansion within you or because you need someone to guide you through the process because you haven't done it before but That's what we do when we are healing the traumas. We are freeing ourselves from that karmic bond, right? To, I don't have to be the victim. And because I'm not the victim, I'm not going to make you the aggressor either. So I'm freeing you by doing my part, which is why when we are healing on ourselves, we're healing the whole family and the ancestors, mm-hmm. because we are freeing everybody and their mother. We're like, we're free you, we free you, we free you too. So <laughs> It becomes very liberating, but you can do this at home. You can go through and by the end of this conversation today. I want to go over the zodiac because I think that's the easiest way that I can pinpoint this to you. When you think about the zodiac, some people think I'm just a Scorpio. I'm Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Rising, and that, and whatever Pisces and this and that. Well, that's just one of the contrasts that you made. But think about mm-hmm. what the zodiac represents: is the different planets and the different versions of the different contrasts that we make too. So when you start with the Zodiac and you go line by line, what contrast did I make in, in the first house, for example? This The first house is the house of self. Who am I supposed to be here? What is the contra there? And Taurus, what is the contrast with value and money and financial material possessions and this and that, right? So you can go line by line and identify what contrast did you make in those houses, and where is your birth charge within the planets and all the houses within your birth charge and really start deciphering all the different contracts that you made, And then you can say, you know, well, I am done with this. So what do I need to do to liberate myself from this contract?
3: That would be one of the quick cheat sheets that I can give you, <laughs> go ahead and Jay. That was beautiful. I just wanted to comment off of what you said, Natalie. Um, I initially, there wasn't a lot that I could do, like, regarding all my trauma independently in the beginning. And through, you know, with the help of Victoria, I built that confidence to be able to do things independently on my own now. As I learn things to my dreams and just continue to work on my things, there's a lot more that I can do on my own now. So the people out there, our viewers out there, you are scared, you know, out of your living mind, like I was, it's okay to to seek help in the beginning. And trust me, the confidence is going to build up over time. I just wanted to add that one. Saying yeah. that
1: for me and and for our viewers, it's such a powerful message. Like, we're, we're talking about things as you said in the beginning we don't know all the answers we know some of the pieces so it's not it's unknown territory it's always a little bit scary so having that person to kind of guide you through first until you build up the confidence i have so many more questions but i'm still stuck on this like i am so amazed and i love victoria that you said like think about it as a zodiac right like and so in each house in each person in each part of my being. How am I to myself? How do I present myself to the world? How am I in my family, my money house? It kind of helps me kind of put a better picture because actually that was one of my questions. How can people who are not really in this world and in this realm, how can they start to tap into what their soul contracts are? Because If we're not aware of any of this world, how are we even aware that we have a soul contract? So I want to help those viewers that are like, wow, I have a soul contract? Oh my God, what do I do? What do you recommend as like a first like understanding and step to know what their own soul contracts are?
0: I I think one of the contracts that we make most often is the victim mentality. Where do Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a victim? Where do I feel like I have to save people? That's another one, especially for healers. I have to... Um, save people because otherwise, if I don't do this for them, they're going to mess up or they're not going to know how to do it. Or I have to say, my brother, my sister, my parents, um, my friends, whoever it is, right? So, you have this triangle the victim triangle, and you could either be the victim, the aggressor, the observer, where are you mm-hmm. passive, where you know you shouldn't be passive. Um, a, one that we see often in therapy. With my clients is siblings um in the third house with communication and siblings challenges and sibling contracts where there is a lot of animosity and passive aggressive relationships right or communication issues where we don't know how to communicate with other people and we are always afraid of being too much or being too little so i think communication is a big one for a lot of healers a lot of people that are probably listening to this also in the house, so like a lot of people have contracts where they make contracts where perhaps they were adopted and they didn't really get to meet their parents or they had abusive parents. And then through the process of doing their session, they're like, oh, I cannot believe it. I'm seeing this side of the equation. And now I understand things that before I couldn't understand. And, and what I'm referring to is sometimes people go through the process of seeing My parents did this and they had no idea that they were doing this, or they did this on purpose because I had to wake up to who I am, or X, Y, and Z happened, and it was all part of the plan for me to realize my potential inside. And to get to that, there is a lot of work that needs to happen first because otherwise, you're always trapped in I am the victim. And if I am the victim, right, I cannot get to the other side where. this is done in order for me to really see my inner strength and really tap into who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing for the collective here now, right? That happens to a lot of healers or people that have contracts with, you know, like emotional foundational contracts where they're dealing with ancestral trauma and they don't realize that they're not only dealing with that because of them, but because of all the ancestral trauma that they decided to work on. Again, this comes this comes with the idea of who are you, the victim or the aggressor? Because a lot of the people that are dealing with a lot of ancestral traumas, they are going to sometimes feel like the victim at first. And then they're going to feel like I can be the savior because I'm going to save the whole family. Right? So working through those contracts can be a little challenging. And it requires a lot of patience because you are working through Imagine what your ancestor went through 100, 200, 300, 400 years ago, a thousand years ago, 5,000 years ago, all the wars that they had to experience, all the challenges that they saw, I mean, everything that they experienced, you are the sum of all of that, right? And if one of your contracts was to work through that, it's going to be heavy at first. It's going to feel like you're working through what, you're working against everything, it feels like that sometimes. And when we are starting to see where is your fourth house within your birth charge? Where, what, is, what is it telling you about yourself is what I'm asking. Then you can see what contrast did I make about my emotional foundation and how I was going to react and respond to everything else around me, right? So sometimes the questions could be, some of the contrast could be, I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to keep myself safe and happy or that I'm going to keep myself safe and alive. But then you decide to start cutting yourself. You are breaking one of your core contracts. And when you do that, a lot of things happen. So working through the trauma to release that and then to free yourself from the wounds that you created. Because when you do that, you your integrity is going down. Every time that you break a contract, you feel less off because your energy is not there. You have given your energy away, whether it was taken on purpose or you gave it away, your energy goes down. Your belief in yourself goes down. So to work on facing and and realigning yourself is, is, is part of the work that we do with soul retrieval in order for you to feel whole again. Because every time that you break a contract, I'm not going to lie. I am going to be true to myself. I'm going to have integrity. Those are core contrasts that we make, right? So when we start lying, it goes down little by little, little by little, little by little. And then you don't, you don't feel whole anymore. You have a lot of issues with your with yourself, right? So the contrasts are going to show us when you start looking at it, from, if you follow the Zodiac uh, cheat sheet that I just gave you, What is the first house contract that I made? What is the second house? And you go down through all the house, the house of transformation, the house of sex, the house of sensuality. Do I feel like I'm a sexy female or a masculine male, right? And if no, what contract did I make there? What am I supposed to learn from that? And it's gonna show, it's gonna reveal a lot of wounds that we have to heal right? Because part of those contrast is, if I am not doing that, it's because something is causing me not to. So how do I realign myself back to who I said I was going to be for my soul's evolution purpose and karmic balancing situations that I decided? I don't know if anybody has anything to add at this moment.
1: I feel like your example of the ancestral trauma was speaking directly to me. I hope you viewers at home, if you're experiencing the same thing, that you're getting all this amazing knowledge so <clears throat> you're saying that starting with the birth chart is probably a great place to kind of see where we made some of these contracts and and do you offer these services Victoria for the viewers like could they do that with you can they like how do you get to how do you find someone to create your find your birth chart
0: well as um if you go to an astrologer or
3: mm-hmm. you could
0: go online there are free tools online where you can put in your information your birth dates, your name, where were you born, the time that you were born will be very accurate to help you with the best, most accurate. And then you get all of these, you know, like the, the whole chart telling you everything that you need to know about yourself, right? Deciphering that can be difficult so you definitely need the help of an astrologer this is not something that i do i focus on the healing part of that so somebody will come to me and say this is my birth charge and this is all and it's making sense because and then we take it little by little so it's no i'm not an astrologer by any means, but i find that astrology and numerology can give us a very good blueprint to know what we need to work on because it, it gives us, it's like a cheat sheet, like it gives us all the things that we have to work on. And some people just accept those things like, oh, this is why I'm this. I see it as an opportunity to identify what we need to work on in order for us to feel better here now.
1: I'm Amen. Okay? I I'm Sorry, I was like, I was like that. I, when I, saw, I did a birth chart many years ago and I was like, oh, okay, so this is it. Right, like I thought that paper was like okay, okay, got it. But no, you you are really giving me this sense of like hope and like newfound enthusiasm to do more healing because because why not? If it's not pre, it's predetermined, but it's not destined, is what I'm hearing you say, right? Like we have the ability to renegotiate and change and shift, and that's beautiful.
0: Well, I think part of the for. For a lot of us, all of us, if, if I can say that is there as this is why you do some of the things, but in order for you to grow, you have to overcome those challenges, right? If you have a lot of, okay, I'm, I'm Scorpio, I can be very intimidating, like, right? But how do I, how can I soften that, mm. right? Right without having to be so dark all the time
1: (laughs) you're not dark you're just truthful no no but I get it yeah (laughs) okay for example someone that is
0: a Taurus they tend to be a little bit afraid of change how do you overcome that in order for you to feel more alive here now if it's a problem because a lot of people that are Taurus are afraid of change like it's like, oh no, I need stability. Like you're moving something. I need stability. I cannot be on three legs. I have to be on four. And for someone like me, it's like, I could be on one and be fine. Right. So what does it mean about you? And how is that thing that is a perfect example is a client that came to me and she said, you know, I have this attention issue and Because of that, I now know that it's okay for me to have all these things in my apartment and it's so disorganized and I'm okay now because I finally know what it is. I'm like, well, wouldn't life be better if you didn't have all of that disorganization and things were in order? Of course, but it's never going to happen. This is just how I am, Mm. right? So it's your choice. Do you accept it just because it's convenient for you? Or do you do something about it to heal it and release it so it doesn't have to have a hole over you?
1: Okay. Anything that you would like to add? Yeah, I guess a Melvis or a Victoria or both, do you have a personal or a client success story where they've like overcome something in their soul contract and like you can physically or emotionally see their transformation? Like a personal or a client story, success story. I would I would love to hear.
2: I'm gonna let Victoria answer because I'm I the internet kicked me out earlier. I don't know if you guys noticed, so I'm concerned yeah. blocked me out. So go ahead Yeah, we hear
0: you now. Yeah, we do. Okay. Um
2: personally, I have not worked through specific soul contracts with my clients. Uh, what we do in regression, though, is um, kind of bring them to light and become aware of what they are. And uh, and but it's not something that we've progressed to actually uh, working on on
0: releasing and healing. But Victoria, I think you could really. Yeah, that. well, I think we I tend to see that a lot because I my clients normally work with me for multiple sessions so. I keep engaged with them and the updates will show, okay, this contract is done with, we're done. Like the person can say, perfect example example is someone that has issues with their parents. The parents tend to be one of the biggest contracts that we make, right? So, oh, I don't have a relationship with my father and it's just so bad. I hate the guy. He was an a-hole and, you know, la, 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 la. And my mother wasn't there and this and that, right? So you have these very um, charged emotions when it comes to those contracts, right? So sometimes people say, if I work on this, I don't want to go back and talk to my parents. I don't want them around. So there is guilt. So working through the layers to then release them and be, okay, when you think about your parents and they're no longer in your life you have worked through the trauma, do you feel anything there? So we go through a process to identify if there are any other charged emotions regarding that. And when the person is completely liberated from it, it's gonna be a healthy boundary that is there. No, I don't. I just don't need to because it, I know it's not gonna be beneficial to me and there is nothing there for me. Instead of, oh my God, I just feel guilty because I know they're my parents. So you know you're still working through the through the layers of that contract. And it's not like we start a session saying we're going to work on X, Y, and Z contract. It just happens naturally. So siblings too, like sister relationship brothers and so on, where there is a charged negative emotion. Whenever you have a low vibration emotion coming through with, with a relationship with someone normally tends to be very charged, whether it is I'm passionately in love with this person. And I just cannot get away from this person. This person is my life. That could also be another contract thing. A lot of people call it twin flames, soul you know, mates and stuff like that. But those are contrasts that you have made with with a soul to teach you something. And sometimes those people are there for a specific period. They have given you what they needed to give you and it's time to move on, right? But maybe you're holding on. So when you hold on, you you haven't figured out why you hold on, but when you work through it, you then can release that person and it can no longer be tied to you energetically, so it doesn't have a hole in you. I don't know if I answered that question though. If, if I went on, on, on. <laughs>
3: oh, go ahead, MJ. I think it was beautifully said. Um, it, you really make me think about my birth chart that I read some years ago. Uh, One of my issues was uh, being more vulnerable, right? And I think this goes for a lot of people. If we refuse to be vulnerable, how can we fight through like the pride and just we cut people off so quickly, it seems like nowadays, that we can't make things right with them because oh well they did this to me you know screw them if they don't say something first all these things but we don't want to work on those those things which we talk about in other videos having that confidence and just the healing portion of it how all those things are so important to get us to the point to even work on our soul contract you know how can we even work on if we can't even work on you know the, the the healing part on just making things right with ourselves to be more vulnerable to to even talk to these people that we think have done us well they have done us wrong
0: right People are going to find that with the water signs because we tend to be very emotional mm-hmm. to the point that it can be very just annoying but you know cancer scorpio right Pisces the the, the that energy of where is my water energy within my charge that is telling me something about me? Like, you know, the emotional foundation with cancer, the Scorpio energy of betrayal. Oh, my God, fire! up open up, you're going to betray me. You're going to leave me. And then there is separation issues and loneliness issues. I mean, Pisces with the dreams and like living in the mental realm and and really understanding like yourself I I guess at the end of this podcast what I really want people to know to start doing is to understand themselves why do I operate the way that I operate and when you talk about being vulnerable that's the water energy within you that is letting you know where am i blocking myself that I cannot open myself because it's going to hurt too much and for a lot of healers, it's going to be like, oh no, I cannot do that because I can feel too much. I'm too empathic already. So imagine if I open up, I'm going to blow up. And it's a real problem for a lot of people that have a lot of water energy in them because they feel and know things before the other person even knows that they're feeling those things. So it can be overwhelming, but that's part of the journey. Like you say, If, if I don't work on that, how can I open up to my own healing? If I'm closing myself to feeling and being vulnerable right i -hmm. think that that was amazing that you pointed that out because it's something that we we always like try to cover like i I cannot feel that i'm not gonna i'm I'm not doing that like you can ask me anything else i'm gonna jump off the cliff but i'm not gonna feel (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) you can ask me anything but don't ask me to feel that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anything else you would like to add
1: No, no I can't wait it. to get off and
0: do Victoria. Yeah.
2: That I found it actually never had thought about that myself. Uh, we take our zodiac as just like a predetermined, just like you know, this is who I am, and and we use that for excuses, like you said. Uh, well, this is, I mean, I, I hear that from clients all the time, and myself included. Like, well, this is my my personality, and you, we use it as confirmation basically, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but we fail to realize that that we have
0: yeah, the
2: ability to... I think one thing that emotions. I want to
0: add to... I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Were you saying something else, Amelvis? No. Okay. I, I think one thing that I wanted to add before we finish for today is that how do we, I, we identify the beliefs, the agreements that we made in this life, and I'm going to try to do it very briefly. The agreements that we make in this life, when we have a specific situation, whether it was really good or bad, we make a conclusion in that moment about how life is and how we are. Let's say I'm four years old and I'm being, you know, like physically beaten and then I'm giving candy to make up for being beaten. I'm receiving two different things there, And I'm making sense of this in two ways. I am not worthy, but to make it better, I'm going to eat candy or something like that, right? Like however your mind is reconstructing the whole situation in your own perspective, that's creating an agreement that you made with yourself. The agreement could be, it's okay for, or when your mother says, you got to be a good girl for daddy, right? You have to listen to daddy. That is also creating an agreement that says, I have to be a good girl and I have to be quiet. I cannot speak my mind because when I do speak my mind, I'm not being a good girl for daddy or any other man or any other person, right? So whatever agreements or traumas we're working through is going to decipher so many agreements that we made. And when we're working on healing those agreements, you don't even need to know that there are agreements. They're just going to disappear because you bring them to, your consciousness and when you bring them to consciousness they lose power over you so yeah that i think that's my last speech
1: <laughs> with not really. um, I, I, no because I, like yes like when we bring those things to light they no longer have power yes amen I, I feel that no i'm i don't know about you guys i'm so excited to do my free birth chart again because i did mine. i don't know 20 years ago so i mean this was this was so enlightening even for me like I really hope you viewers like you 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 walk away with something and also just reach out to Melvis and Victoria who who really help people with this again this isn't my realm and just thank you I'm 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 so excited and now my inner child's gonna go play on the internet so <laughs> no, no, thank you, so thank, you for, thank you for reminding thank us that we Victoria. have
0: I love that awesome thank you so much ladies and I will see you guys in the next one